Bike riders of Takeaway Nation unite. The world spins around. Smoke gray scratched all over. Grumpy drivers, tense cyclists. Bike wheels spin around the world. Light for stairs in the subway. We are better for it. Can't we all just get along? My bike does me right. Let's get our feet on the poetic pedals, folks, and go biking. You know, the automobile and the bicycle came into being at nearly the same moment in human history. The car soon left the bicycle in its dust in many ways, but now the bicycle is piercing the smog of a century of car exhaust, nimbly negotiating traffic nightmares and laughing off parking problems, and benefiting from some very sophisticated technology to make a big urban comeback. We want to celebrate this renaissance, get you involved in our celebration, and take a serious look at bike-sharing programs around the nation, all the while contributing, we hope, to peace between these slightly cocky resurgent cyclists and their beleaguered city drivers. Let's explore bike culture now with Adam Riley, reporter for WGBH News, Alex Goldmark, senior reporter right here at WNYC New York with Transportation Nation, and we begin with Joy Diaz, reporter from KUT Austin, Texas, who reports that Austin, while still without a bike share program, is part of the bike revolution. Joy Diaz, when did you first notice that bicycles are coming back? I knew that bikes were coming back when Mexico City started using bikes, you know, <laughs> when people in the most congested city started using bikes. And then I moved to Austin, and then it's like bike-loving culture on steroids. Oops, we, maybe we shouldn't use the word steroids. <laughs> Just don't enter the Tour de France. Adam Riley. <laughs> Adam Riley, when did you first notice that something's going on? I'm not sure if I picked up on it in Boston and the surrounding towns before we launched uh, our big bike share program in 2011. But that was when I realized that this thing was sort of reaching uh, some sort of critical mass in Boston. And here in New York, Alex Goldmark, Bike share is just one piece of this populist kind of bike transformation of the city that I think's changed a lot in this city. Oh, I think it's changed the culture. Mayor Michael Bloomberg, when he came into office 12 years ago, he decided he wanted to change the culture. And he hired a transportation commissioner with a mandate to make the city more friendly to bikes and pedestrians. And that means sometimes a little less friendly to speeding cars. There have been 400 miles of new bike lanes added in the city in the past 12 years. And cycling is up 58% because of that. Uh, and now we're four months into our new city bike bike sharing program with 80,000 members already. And on some days, 40,000 trips get taken on it. So now, now, Bloomberg wanted the city to be friendlier to bikes, right? That's right. But did he mandate that the bikers themselves be friendlier to pedestrians and cars? <laughs> yeah. Mm, <laughs> no. A little, little stiffly. <laughs> but the, the, uh, no, I, uh, he may yeah. have had a conversation with the police mm. chief because there have been a few crackdowns. But there's some sort of <laughs> zen and the art of bicycle commuting in America going on here. I think that there's a quality of you say who you are on your bike, right? You do that, Alex. I, I think my bike says something about me, and I think my bike commute is actually a calming time that forces me to focus. Um, otherwise, I'll, otherwise, I get hit by a car. Joy, how about you? Your bike experience says something about you, about your life? I love the fact that there's a bike for everyone. You see moms with baskets and, and children, you know, riding bicycles that are safer. And then you see a lot of children going to school on their bikes. And then you see, of course, you know, the messengers and the really professional bikers. But it touches on, on how it talks about people. I think it's very real in from, Austin and the bike riding culture of Austin. From Campagnolo to Hello Kitty, you can express exactly. a fashion statement on your bike 
no matter what. Adam Riley, what is your bike experience, the color of your bike, the objects you carry on your bike say about you as a person? Well, I have a, a bit of a confession to make here. Back when I was uh, in graduate school several years ago, I biked a pretty good amount. Since then, I have aged, uh, had kids, and now live in, in the suburbs. So I am a rare rider. I can handle riding up where I live, which is near the ocean, where there's some you know gorgeous pathways where you can ride without worrying about getting smacked by a car. I've done a little bit of riding on the hubway system in Boston. But honestly, uh, despite the upsurge in ridership and despite structural things that the city has done to try to make Boston uh, more hospitable to bikers, like adding you know, bike lanes or bike tracks in some cases, riding around Boston, I think, is a really scary thing. The city is not laid out well, as a rule, uh, for bikes and cars to share the streets. The roads are very narrow. And just uh, so listeners know, I, I, my, my bike, which is, um, I'm afraid, sitting in in a cellar with kind of flat tires right now is an old specialized, uh, I think it's a rock hopper with some, you know, those, those really sleek tires that are horrible in, in wet weather, but allegedly are more efficient. So that's what I rode back in the day, and that's what I still have. Well, there are bike shops there, within a block of you that can take care of that in probably an hour. What we, what we want to do is to turn all of these statements, sort of personal statements, personal identity issues associated with biking and interacting with bikers into a, well, what else? A haiku contest, right? That makes total sense to Does me. Does that make total sense? <laughs> my bike, let me tell you about my bike, all right? It's green. It's a three-wheel tricycle because I use a wheelchair and I can't pedal, but I can pedal with my hands. So I sit on a three-wheel bike where the chains are on the uh, front tire uh, it's very impressive in uh, traffic because people don't quite know what it is. They don't really understand. It doesn't, it doesn't look anything like a wheelchair. So here's my haiku, all right? And it's about my bike, and then we'll we'll share yours here. Four wheels minus one, wrapped in oily chains, flying, free over bridges. Um, yeah, there you go, something like that. So do you get an image of me on the three-wheel bike? You know, there's chains everywhere, but I'm zooming across a broken bridge. I picture you zigging and zagging out of traffic, and I can see you just barely over the hood of a car, and I'm terrified. Well, I've got a flag. <laughs> I carry a flag. Otherwise, I'd be dead. That's for absolute sure. Joy, what did you come up with? Well, I came up with something more um, universal. The world spins around. Bike wheels spin around the world. We are better for it. Oh. Nice. Nice. Mm. Whether it's the first time you ride a bike or whether you are a longtime rider, the world is still better for it. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, we think of Alex Goldmark as a guy who gets up in the morning, does a couple of jumping jacks, writes a haiku, and then heads into uh, WNYC Radio here. What did you come up well, with, That's Alex? roughly right. And you inspired me in this interview, so I actually wrote a new haiku about my bike right here while we're oh, on the air. Show off. It is gray, scratched all over, light for stairs in the subway. My bike does me right. Excellent. Very impressive. Very impressive. Adam Riley, now your your bike's down in the basement with flat tires, yeah. but your mind is not. <laughs> well, I guess my haiku reflects the somewhat nervous and anxious uh, mindset regarding biking in Boston that I, I described earlier. So here it goes. <clears throat> Narrow streets, grumpy drivers, tense cyclists. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> mm. A lot of people can relate to that. That'll work on a poster. All right. So since you guys are so enterprising and uh, so great, we're going to make you the judges. Okay? 
Alex Goldmark, senior reporter for WNYC's Transportation Nation here in New York. Joy Diaz, reporter for KUT in Austin, Texas. And Adam Riley, reporter for WGBH News, is going to be the judges for the Takeaway Haiku Bike Riding Experience Challenge. Now, remember, haikus follow the 575 formula, one line of five syllables, second line seven syllables, third with five syllables. Our expert panel of judges will vote and select their top ten picks. Winners will be getting prizes. So in order to submit your entry, visit our website at thetakeaway.org. Submissions are being accepted for one week. So you have from now until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, September 22nd to take part. Happy writing and writing. And keep these haikus, you know, really general. Is it about you? Is it about your experience? Is it about how you feel? Is it just something about what's going on in this world? Bikes are taken over in the beginning of this century. Our haiku challenge has now begun.